0: TANANJANA SHALAKAYA CAKSHURUN VILITAM DENAM TASMAHAY SHIVARVE NAMAHA NAMA SHRISTAM MANAM APISACHI PUTRAM SHIRUPAM TASYA GRAJAM URUPERIM MATURIM GOSTA VATIM RADHA KUNDAM GIRI PARAM HO RADHIKHA PRAPTO YASYA PRATITIKRIPAYA SHRI GURUN THAMNATO SME HE GURO JNANADHA DINABANDHO SWANANDA DATA KARUNAYAKA SINDHO BRINDAVANA SINAHITA VATAR PRASIDA RALA PRANAYA PRACHARAM NAMAM um VISHNU BADAYA KRISHNA PRESHTAYA Bhutale SRIMATE BHAKTUR Vedanta SWAMI NITI NAMINE Namaste Saraswati Vega Ravani Prachary, NIRVISHESHA Shesha Shunyavari, Paschaty Deshitari, Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtyaputare, Srimatepakti Siddhanta, Saraswati Namini, Sri Vaishabanavidevi, Daitaya Kripatay, Krishna Sambandha Vigyanam. I name Prabhavena namaha Madhuri Ochwala Premajya, Shri Rupa bhaktida Shri Gora Kurna Shakti, Vigraha in the most today. Namaste, Gora Bhani, Shri Murtai Nina Tai, Rupa Siddhanta Twanta Hari Nay. shri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nitya Sri Advaita Garadhara Shiva Sari Gauramatarinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Go to pray, manande, Hari Hare Hare.
1: Dean Prabhu, thank you very much. I was feeling uh, very deeply while you were speaking about how pleased Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur would be to have you sitting here speaking His glories, although you said otherwise, that you were the most unqualified, but I've found you to be the uh, most qualified in the sense that with his vision, Srila Bhakti Sunanta Saraswati Thakur's compassionate nature uh, led him to this vision that Krishna consciousness could be spread all over the world and that the the devotees from every part of the world would come together. What to speak of become um, elevated uh, great souls which you have become, are and have become and Hari, sorry, but I'm just telling you the way it is. Hare Krishna, thank you very much. Dina Bandhu Prabhu Kija. And of course it's not so easy to think about how Krishna... it's easy to think about how Krishna consciousness might spread throughout the world and envelop the Western countries, which was, as Dina Prabhu Prabhu pointed out, the the desire of Śrīla Bhakti Siddhānta Saraswati was so much so that it was on the tip of his tongue when he saw somebody qualified in our Śrīla Prabhupāda at Ulta Dunga Road. He walked up those steps, did our Śrīla Prabhupāda, and said, Offered obeisances to a saintly person, not knowing exactly who he was, but before he could sit up, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta
2: was already giving him the instrument to. The natural thing
1: that we say, what we're thinking about all the time when we meet people, that's what comes out in our conversation. So Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was absorbed in thinking about how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement could spread all over the world. And that's why he said it immediately. And of course Saying it and having it happen are two different things. But that's where the exhilaration comes from in life. For those who work hard for companies that sell
2: cars, they get a little excited when they sell another car. Profession ultimately, in that,
1: sorry to all the car dealers watching, uh, ultimately it leads to naught. It's only a material facility. But for those who have the entrepreneurial spirit for Krishna consciousness and they see Krishna consciousness entering within the hearts of people who were once dead, asuriya loka tamasabrita tamste, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah bhikach chanti yeki chat Shastra declares somebody that he doesn't have Krishna consciousness to be dead. And how to bring a dead person alive? Huh. Well, that's the great secret that Śrīla Bhaktisiddhānta Saraswati Thakur had. He knew how to do it and he wanted to see it happen. And then he instilled that spirit in the heart of our Śrīla Prabhupāda who said that when he left that place, that day, he was no longer the same. He had been surcharged with the bij, this idea to serve Lord Chaitanya's mission by spreading it all over the world. He didn't know how. He didn't know wh- where it would take place, but he incubated that feeling in his heart by the mercy of Śrīla Bhakti Siddhānta Saraswati Thakur. And this is the power of the parampara, we find in the Srimad Bhagavatam that the power of the devotees is given as the primary way in which uh, the Lord Vishnu's mercy is spread all over the world. In fact, the verse that most epitomizes our Krishna consciousness movement is given by Shukadeva Goswami when he says, "Kirata Hunanda Pulinda abhira he names all the people who are grossly unqualified for the for human society, as defined by varnashrama, and acting civilized ways. Uh, however, uh, there's long lists of people outside of that context that Shukadeva Swami mentions, kirata, hunanda, Pudinda, that's a list of people who don't have any idea about the goal of life or how to conduct oneself even so that one doesn't go into the lower regions of the universe. And then he says, however, all of these people can become exalted souls, they can be delivered by the power of Lord Vishnu coming through the Vaishnavas. And we find in the Bhagavatam also, Swayabur Narada Shambhu Kapilomanu, that the list of all the are Mahajans, These uh, are uh, devotees of the Lord, whose um, vow has qualified them to be an example for the rest of the people in the world and by their strong adherence to Krishna consciousness in this vow, then uh, that gives them power to give it to other people. So, it's a magical occurrence that Śrīla Bhakti Siddhānta Saraswati Thakur spoke those words to Śrīla Prabhupāda, our Śrīla Prabhupāda, and then uh, he felt it in his heart, and then uh, gradually Just as when you water a seed, you see some magic. A seed looks insignificant. It's tiny, almost, not almost, it's dried up and compact. But if you put it in the right place and put water and some sunshine and air, then it sprouts and it then turns into a tree. And that's what happened from the words of Śrīla Bhakti Siddhānta Saraswati Thakur, Heart, mind, soul, everything was fixed in serving the Guru Paramparā and passing it on to others. So Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur had principles that we are following today that were imbibed by our Srila Prabhupāda and passed on to us in systematic ways. There are several but I'll just name three, unless several means three, but I think it means more than three, so I think I'm safe to name just a a few that are prominent and then we can discuss them because these principles come from Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur or He amplified them. They come from Shaitanya Mahaprabhu and the Goswamis but they're amplified by Śrīla Bhakti Siddhānta Seraswati and of course all of the gurus, Bhakti Mino as well. So one of them is a yukta Vairagya. Śrīla Bhakti Siddhānta Seraswati Thakvara was an exemplar of yukta Vairagya which is of course mentioned by uh, the Goswamis in their literatures anasaktas dvisheyam yat arham upayunjita nirbanda krishtasambande yuktam vairagyam ucchika daya buddya basuna mumukshabi pratyagyo vairagyam palukha chate which means uh, this gives us uh, a guide guidance of how we can conduct ourselves in a material world where spiritual souls living here how how can we walk the path uh that is perfect, even though we're ensconced in material energy. Some choose to renounce the world, and this is ludicrous, as is pointed out many times uh, by Prabhupada, that if you walk in, into an assembly and then you decide to renounce it, and say, I renounce this assembly, or I renounce this bank, Bank of America, he gave that example, it's a, it's a laughable, uh, statement,
2: because he never owned it in, in the first place. Uh, every um,
1: poet or songwriter in history has written at least once a song about the reversals of fortune that take place when you try to enjoy Are you thinking of one right now? Going through your head? How everything was lost, or how it wasn't what I expected. So what is the path? It is the path of uh, Yukta Vairagya as given by Śrīla Prabhupāda in a brilliant, as are all his sentences, sentence within one of his purports where he says that a devotee is one who sees the entire world, the entire universe, as paraphernalia to be used in Krishna's service. The entire universe
2: is paraphernalia to be used in Christian service. And the that, for example,
1: he noticed as Jina Bandha Prabhu had mentioned that the Gaudiya Sampradaya had fallen into ill repute. People didn't respect the the devotees in this Sampradaya because it had become degraded, they had become degraded. And in order to uh, distinguish his Gaudiya Math from just the imitators of the Goswamis, he made some changes. One of his principles was we should look better than they do. Just in dress, like there's a few devotees I've seen here, always look really nice. Uh, he, he made sure that his devotees going out into the world uh, looked better than everybody else, uh, nicer clothes. They had accoutrements, in fact, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur had used uh, fancy cars that they could drive in, going from place to place. Himself uh, brought his, some of his disciples even to Radhakund, dressed up in very, you can see pictures of it, uh, modern first-class tailoring tailored shirts, which was never done before because of a prohibition, a uh, proscription from wearing sewn cloth, but he winnowed out those aspects that are insignificant and emphasized what would expand the interest of people all over the world in and repair the image of the Gaudiya Sampradaya, Matva Gaudiya Sampradaya. So he, he utilized anything and everything that could be used in the service of a Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and we see that in the way that our Srila Prabhupada mentioned many times, for instance, we use all technology. A tape recorder said generally people think a sadhu would not touch technology, as stay out in, in in wild areas, maybe live in a cave. But, following the spirit of Prahlad Maharaj, who said, I don't want to live in a cave. I'm going into the city, in fact, the most, I'm going to find the most crowded city there is in the world, and that's where I'm going to live. And that was the mood of Śrīla Siddhānta Saraswati And there, we would have, he said, access to people who could Uh, take to Krishna Consciousness. Uh, So much so that he put on events where he would invite kings, he would invite politicians, and he would accommodate whatever dietary uh, preferences they had. In fact, even serving meat in some places. Uh, It's known and written in the Shri Bhakti Siddhanta Vaibhav, well-researched book by it's only as Bhaktivedanta that uh, some people were uh, accommodated, so they would come and listen to Krishna Kirtan. By uh, one man was a smoker, so he made sure that he had cigarettes available to him. There, that reminded me sometimes when we're on book distribution, this has happened more than a, two or three times. Somebody's holding something like a cigarette. In fact, this happened recently. Recently, within the last four years, um, I was talking to someone and they had a cigarette, and and in order to to purchase the book, they had to do something with the cigarette, and it it looked like it could derail the process. So I said, here, I'll hold it. It was a lit cigarette, you know, burning. So, when the other devotees saw me holding a cigarette, (laughs) but I was thinking, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta would have done this, if other people look at me and say, like, what'd you hold the cigarette for? It's like, go talk to Srila Bhakti Sanantha Saraswati Thakur. He deliberately went out of his way to make arrangements so that everybody could come in under the tent of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he had full faith that once they did, they would probably never come back out again after they started hearing Krishna kata hearing the Kirtan and getting an association of devotees. And we see that's how Prabhupada, of course, strict on principle, but very liberal in applying the practice so that it would attract people to come to Krishna consciousness. This is uh, one of the hallmark or the signature principles of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He changed, he revolutionized the spreading of Krishna consciousness by liberalizing, by employing everything, going out of His way to make sure that we, were, we our prataya, as representatives, were front and center in the world, and that that would accommodate people's sensitivities and they would be able to take to Krishna consciousness. Do you agree that that's one of the principles, the Yukta Vairagya, that marks the campaign of Srila Bhakti Sananta Saraswati Okay. Would you like to comment on why you feel that way? Whoever said yes? We have an extra mic here. You all don't mind fasting, right? Say no, we don't mind. Thank you. Some of you said yes, you agree? Marsh?
3: So we use everything for Krishna's service. We have cars, we have nice So as long as we're using, we know that the ultimate proprietor is Krishna, and we don't use him for our sense enjoyment, then that is the We're following the footsteps of Shiva
1: Thank you, Marjit. I think there was an important clause that you. Included in your statement, and that we don't use it for our own enjoyment. And this is the uh, point of Yukta Vairagya. It's for Krishna's pleasure. And that brings me to the next principle that Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur is known for. I'm trying to present three principles that we can take with us today, something practical. So the first one is Yukta Vairagya. And that means, in the spirit of serving Krishna, we can accept uh, things, anything, any paraphernalia in the universe. And especially, we can do it when we're spreading the Krishna consciousness movement. Because that's a, a, a great endeavor that requires using all kinds of resources to reach out to people and connect with them on their level. It takes a lot of consideration, and in the process of doing that, anything that's used becomes spiritualized. As Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, just to back up some of these things a little more, brahmarpanam brahma-havir, brahma Karma, Brahmarpinam Brahmahvir Brahmaagnau Brahmañu hutam Brahma karma samadina. I still blew it. I'm doing it again. Again, Brahmarpinam Brahmahvir Brahmaagnau Brahmañu hutam Brahmaiva teena Brahma karma samadina. Thank you. So this verse, Krishna says, that whatever, you, whatever gross material thing, so-called. Uh, that you extend in the spirit that Maharaj was expressing, and not for your own sense gratification, but for Krishna's uh, glorification, for His sense gratification, to glorify Him. That becomes spiritualized. And the example Prabhupada gave frequently was an iron rod. If you put an iron rod into fire and you leave it long enough, it becomes fire. It, it's a transformable element, iron. And similarly, everything. According to the verse I just quoted, Prabhupada said that matter is only spirit covered over, and it becomes spiritualized again when it's utilized. So, this is one of the main principles of our Krishna Consciousness Movement. And it came uh, from Shri Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. The very uh, he was. Um, he brought in the uh, sannyasi clothes. He gave sannyas to devotees. That wasn't done before Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, or for uh, devotees in the Gaudiya Sampradaya. They would put on white and emulate the, uh, the dress of the Goswamis, the six Goswamis, that is, of, of Vrindavan, um, Paramahamsa dress. but. He made a couple of points about that. One is that he wanted to distinguish himself from the previous kinds of devotees who had taken on that dress and not held up the principles of Krishna consciousness. He also wanted to show by giving sannyas, also by giving um, the Brahmin's thread, there's two separate things actually, when, when he gave uh, initiation, you would give a Brahmin's thread. And that was something that, uh, that was the opposite of what was done before. In other words, when people received the Gaitri mantra or the, the Vaishnava mantras, they would give up their Brahmin's thread that all of you know who live in India, you get uh, as a young boy from your father. But to show that Vaishnavism is... Uh, Trans- transcendental or that they're no longer involved in the Varnashrama, then the Vaishnavas would not use the Brahmin thread. However, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati reintroduced it by and said that actually this is proof that when you become a devotee, then you're automatically a Brahmin. This is the um, Process Aho uh, Bhata Sha Pachato Garya Jiva Green Vartate Nama Tubyam tipustapas te juvusasna area brahmanachra nama grinantiyay tevahuti says oh how glorious it is that if somebody's chanting Hare Krishna then that they become qualified as as a Brahmin. So uh, in other words, their are karma changes. So to, to illustrate that to the world, he gave uh, brahman stret and he also uh, gave the sannyas uh, order. And He said that we're uh, taking a, s- a step below the Paramahamsa level to show that our subordination to the goswamis. We don't think that we've risen to that level. We keep ourselves in Sunni Bisunichena. This was an adjustment that he made. And this could be uh, under the category, is under the category of Yukta Vairagya, of utilizing all types of social perception and the way the devotees are dressed. This is engineering specifically to expand the Krishna consciousness movement. You can see how this uh, idea was um, in the heart of Srila Prabhupada around uh, mid 70s uh, some of the devotees had gone to the Salvation Army. Maybe you don't know what that is, but people give away all their old stuff and they resell it and supposedly use it, the money for charity. And so a whole traveling party of devotees had gone to the Salvation Army and had uh, traded in their devotees, not to the Salvation Army, I think they left them home, but they just put on Western clothes. And then they found that they were able to infiltrate Places
2: like musical concerts that they hadn't been, been able to infiltrate before because when they'd walk <laughs> people. there's who are now reverting to you know what that is? You know what a hippie is, right? Hippie is just a noun. It just means that Uh, uh, Bhagavatam or Chaitanya, you can wear any dress needed to spread the Christian consciousness. To Vairagya, multiple choices this. ...to us by Srila Bhakti Siddhanta
1: who, who uh, through Srila Prabhupada emulated the, with the same mood for the sake of, of touching people all over the world with Krishna with consciousness, innovate, use technology, adjust the situation externally so that you can make it available and that people can feel accommodated. Does that make sense to everybody or is anybody would like to debate the point? Nobody wants to fight. All right. Okay, then another principle. Prabhu wants to fight. Okay, give him the mic. No?
4: (laughs) Shira Prabhupada, he said that if I have uh, chanted Hare Krishna under three, no one would come. Mm. Then he wants first class prasad, first class dressing the deities, first class kirtan, and like this he could spread in the West when you go in the West for instance first class Prashadam is there and he spread the movement this is Dr. also
1: very well said. Hare Krishna come on a little more give him a little love <laughs> a second principle because at some point there will be revolt if we take too long but second principle is that Bhakti Siddhanta gave this uh, important philosophical point, it's a principle, of the seer and the seen so there's drashta and drishya, so drashta means the seer the one who sees And drishtya means the one who's seen. And uh, there's a a saying in, in English in America when people say, good to see you. Do you say that here in India? It's good to see you? Okay, three or four people know it only. But sometimes people say, it's good to see you. And then the other person says, it's good to be seen. It's good to be seen by you. This is the mood. Śrīla Bhaktisiddhānta Saraswatthākura said, we're not Dresta, we're not the seers. In fact, if you read in the Bhagavatam, you find how until the universal form starts seeing, and then the, the parts and parcels don't see. We're all connected, Loke jiva jīvabhūta sanātana. So th- uh, we don't uh, exist without Krishna, we're part and parcel of Krishna we're maintained by him nitya nityanam ekobahunam everything every breath we take is facilitated uh, by Krishna so the mood of the materialistic person who's moving about the, the material world is that I'm the enjoyer of everything I see and it's for my enjoyment, I'm seeing it and I'm objectifying it from, and I'm, I'm looking at it for my own pleasure. It's mine. There's a big difference between, uh, for instance, a car and my car. Anybody here have a car? Nobody. No Vairagya going on in here. I'll tell you. <laughs> you guys, see me afterwards. I know a few good car dealers. It's a bad time for it though, because the supply is down because the supply chain. So. If, if you hear a car getting hit outside, which if you listen carefully right now, you probably hear it right out here on the road. Uh, if your car is parked out there, it's your car, you're gonna uh, probably get up from the class and walk out with perspiration coming down your face. And then when you look out and see it wasn't your car, it was Maharaj's car, then you, <sighs> you won't feel so bad because it's not your car, it's not my car. So we objectify everything in the material world, jyayato vishayam pumsam sangha I'm looking at everything and I'm contemplating. What is contemplation? This is for, this is for my enjoyment. I'm seeing it as an object of enjoyment. So Srila Bhaktisiddhanta said this must be switched. You have to become uh, the seen, not the seer. Krishna is the seer, we're the seen. And one of the ways he demonstrated this was and of course it wasn't just a demonstration is the way he felt when he'd come in t- uh, to see the deity sometimes uh... he didn't wear his glasses and when the disciples would try to give him his glasses he said no i'm not here to you know gaze upon the deity i'm here for them to see me he was showing this point uh, what's more sometimes He would stand at the back of the temple under the Garuda Stamba way in the back and his reasoning that he explained was uh, when Krishna looks he'll see his great devotee Garuda and then he'll see me standing underneath and then uh, I'll be seen so so here's the takeaway if I may it's an easy one but it's something you can keep in your pocket or maybe even short enough that you could make it as a tattoo on your arm and keep this one with you. But Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati, Thakur, according to our Srila Prabhupada said that don't try to see God. Try to work and act in such a way that he will see you or that he'll want to see you. I mean, Krishna sees everything and everybody, but Vishnu is half half-asleep on the causal ocean because living entities in the material world are so boring because they're self-absorbed but if you want to attract the, the attention of Krishna and be seen by him then there's a way to work and act in the world. Atashri Krishna nama indriye spratyada one of the most frequently one of Prabhupada's most frequently quoted verses from the Padma Purana, is it? Prabhu? Padma. In, in which uh, we're, we're told that we can't see God with our eyes. But if we take a service attitude and we try to serve him, especially beginning with our tongue by chanting Hare Krishna, then he'll be pleased to come and see us or to reveal himself to us this is one of the main principles that Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saras talk were taught. And it's compact in this one sentence and it's something that I remember a lot. Be- well, not that much because I don't remember many Krishna conscious things that much. But it is something that I bring out whenever I need it for inspiration. Have you ever felt sort of off balance and you need something to uh, get you started again in your Krishna consciousness? Have you ever felt morose? Good, you're making me feel better now. Because I feel like that a lot. So, here, one of the ways is to remember, don't try to see Krishna, but try to act in such a way that he'll want to see you. So then, uh, I'm properly situated immediately. That uh, reminds me of Bhakti song when he says ajiv krishna das a Bishwas korle to The duke means when the axle is out of alignment with the wheel and then there is friction sparks and even fire. Do you have any friction sparks or fire in your life? that's duke. So how do you fix that? by this principle that Srila Bhakti talk Saraswajitaka taught which is align yourself in service just ask this question, how can I be of service? Do you want to ask that? Actually, better yet, turn to the person next to you and ask, uh, how can I be of service? Okay, go. Work with me, people. Turn to the person next to you and ask, how can I be of service? Ask. Come on, be more enthusiastic. Havi, did you ask somebody? So how do you feel now? Unhappy? Bhakti Thakur says, if you want to immediately be free from dukkha, then align yourself with this mood. Srila Bhakti Saraswati Thakur said, don't be the enjoyer, be the servant. Be the drishya, the one who's seen doing service. Don't be drashta, the one who is thinking, how can I be the, the enjoyer and controller? How many principles do we have so far? I have one more to go. I think two. Two principles that you can take home in your pocket. And the third one is called the Brihat Madanga. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur called the printing press the Brihat Madanga. He saw a new technology, this printing press, previously, and I actually have one at home. A scroll written on palm leaves. What requires to write a book in palm leaf is that you have to have a, a metal stylus and you have to press it on the leaf itself to make a mark. And after you've written on one palm leaf and filled it up, you put it in the sun and it changes the color where you Uh, of where you pressed down the the metal uh, stylus and then you get the words. So it takes a while to write these things. But then of course, through the technological revolution that we've had in the world, the printing press came out. First with a um, fellow named Gutenberg who figured out how to make a press to make Bibles. And then the Royal Bible Society after that uh, improved upon it. The original impetus was to get the word out to the world about uh, the teachings of Lord Jesus Christ. So they wanted everyone to have Bibles. Martin Luther also used it in his revolutionary style of preaching. And he had some papers that he mass produced and got out to the world. And there was a market increase in the places that these went out of uh, Christianity, people reading them. Books actually work. Shilabakti to said that was not lost on him. Uh, you'll notice that uh, even scientific concepts like evolution are you familiar with evolution only three people have you heard of uh, the theory of evolution okay six people have heard of it actually you've all heard of it but how did you hear of it it was written in a book Uh, Darwin Charles Darwin he wrote a book you all have it, right? Origin of the species? You don't have it, probably, but you know the ideas, because they, they went all over the world, from the book. It's been translated in many languages. And so Srila Bhaktisiddhanta saw this, and he said that the Godia literature should go all over the world, so he was not timid about picking up technology and when we went to the Math in Calcutta a few years ago with our Yatra, best Yatra we ever had going to Calcutta, that's my favorite place on the planet. Then we, we went to the Math, and uh, I didn't see any printing press. I, was, I thought I would see it because it's, it's known that Srila Bhaktisiddhanta, at least I knew, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswajitakur had put the printing press just next to the deities in the Bhag Bazar temple to emphasize their transcendental nature correct so when we went there I saw the Deities but I didn't see any printing press and that's when I started my inquiry around the Mutt saying where's the printing press and there were some meetings amongst some of the brahmacharis there the sannyasi came out and they said said who are you anyway and uh, you know and I I told them that I'm an interested party and that when they were convinced they said we'll show you something so they took a few of us up to their museum that they were building it's probably open now I'm sure and on the top floor we went into a room that was half finished they were uh, constructing a museum there but in the middle of the room there was a printing press that had belonged to not just belonged to Srila Siddhanta in his mutt, but he had personally ordered it and Of course, I bowed down to that printing press because of the principle of Brahmarpanam Brahmaavir, it's a transcendental implement. And then I walked around the other side of it and I looked and on the side of the printing press it said Cleveland, Ohio. It was built in Cleveland, Ohio and Srila Bhaktisiddhanta had shipped it over. He had shipped several of them. There was one of the presses that he used to daily produce uh, literature that he would have his students go out and distribute in mass to people, and so he instilled, as all of us know very well, this principle in the heart of his disciple, by our Arshila Prabhupada that, as he as he told him, as Shila Bhaktisarantha told him, in Radakund when our Srila Prabhupada asked how can I be of service so many others are serving you directly what can I do I'm a grahasta. I have obligations and Srila Bhakti Siddhanta told him if you ever get money buy a boat right get a yacht if you ever get money you should invest in, in candy bar company how am I doing is it multiple choice if you ever get money Okay, only three people know this. Okay, let's try it again. If you ever get money... Yeah, that was such a direct and very specific point. Now, when Srila Prabhupada came to America, he didn't establish any temples. What's the first thing he did when he got some money? And I just have to tell you, you're all young here. Back in the old days, even back before my days, I only joined the Christian Conscious Movement in 1973. Before that... There was no money. It was very difficult. The devotees uh, had very uh, well, the prasadam was already always nice by Krishna's arrangement, but there wasn't a lot of extra money just to uh, buy cars. And that's why we're famous for having, you know, uh, from the old days, really old cars that fell apart. But when Prabhupada did get some money, he, the first place he bought was on Beacon Street in Boston and the reason he bought it was because it was big enough well because it was a place and because he could put the printing press there and in fact he brought um, our architect what's his name Narnarayan Prabhu brought him there to uh, reinforced the floor of this old building so that Prabhupada could move a printing pr- press in and use it to start printing books Why because that's the first thing that Srila Bhakti Siddhanta told him that if you ever get money Print books So Prabhupada came to America. He got some money. What's the first thing he did? He got a printing press to print books not only that he sent his disciples into New York City to apprentice to learn how to do the printing. There were about eight of them and they went into the trades to learn how to do the printing. So this was one of the principles of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati akur and you'll hear the echo of that throughout Prabhupada's teachings and his purports everywhere that he says I always considered printing books and distributing them to the people more important than building temples. He said of course the temples came along but they were all built really on money that came from our book distribution and outreach this one uh, being an exception uh, Gu Kripa Prabhu and party in Japan had uh, collected the money Of course they distributed back to Godhead magazines on the street while they were doing it so this uh, principle of the Brihat Madanga and that is to continually uh, increase the volume of the holy name and that includes printing books and distributing them all over the world because as Srila Bhakti Sananta Saraswati Thakur said the Madanga and Kartal can be heard for a few blocks whereas the book can go all around the world and Srila Prabhupada emphasized this uh, also observing that if somebody bought a book it would penetrate a uh, an institution or a home Whereas you can't bring the hari Nam into somebody's house, generally. People didn't invite us in that much. But he saw that the uh, son and daughter of the U.S. president had purchased a book in wa- in Washington, D.C. And one would assume they took it home. And there it is. No hari Nam inside <laughs> the White House. But you can send a book there. This came from the inspiration of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. So all of us who are engaged in doing this uh, book printing and distribution and thinking, how can we make it bigger? Brihat. That's in line with Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He was very much against retiring and going off into solitude to just uh, chant by oneself. Because there's there's a mood of compassion that comes from our Acharyas, and that is try to do good for others by spreading the Krishna consciousness movement so that's the third principle the Brihat Madanga so three things we talked about three principles one is Yukta Vairagya use see and this is the sutra that goes with it and that is the whole universe is paraphernalia to be used in Krishna service not for our personal enjoyment second is be the seen, not the seer. And uh, and and the, the sutra is that don't try to see God, but try to act in such a way that he'll want to see you. And now the third one we can't remember because it's been so long ago since we talked about it. I can't remember what it was. Can you? Yeah. Oh, Brihat Madanga. yeah. The Brihat Madanga is what really uh, moves our... Uh, devotees all over the world, because it's a really practical service, you can count how many books are in a box, and then when you get home you can count how many are left. And you can, you can increase, and the, doing that, seeing how to make it bigger, go wider, this is the principle of the Brihat Madanga, and it's a good idea. It's a really good idea and it follows in the footsteps directly of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. You can be sure that if you follow these three principles and observe them carefully in your life, uh, not only will you be following the parampara through Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, but you'll also be joyful, happy, you'll have no problems to speak of, and you'll also become extremely advanced in Krishna consciousness. Om Tat Sat. Yeah, Hare Krishna. <clears throat> Prabhu, what's, do we have time for a few questions since we're fasting till death? Okay. Okay, let's have some, just some discussion unless you're too compressed to talk. You've been sitting here for two hours. Oh, Dina Bandha Prabhu, Hare Krishna.
0: Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Hari Hare Krishna Hari Bol Now we have
5: I think, I have, a life, I have a life member and very dear friend of Krishna Consciousness in Dubai He's convinced the Christians are giving Bibles away free The Muslims are giving Korans away free We should be giving away Bhagavad Gita's We're building buildings all over the world But we should be giving Bhagavad Gita's away for free I have a program in, in uh, we have a program in, with him in Mayapur And one of the devotees he's taking free Gita's that this man donates and gives them to the villagers around the temple and he sends videos and they're so happy and he has a headache trying to get uh, BBT to give him discount for this but we have so much money we build all these big temples we should be flooding the world with bhagavad Gita as it is Hare Krishna
1: get Bhima on the, that's the, the phone get Bhima Prabhu on the phone right now I know this gentleman I talked to him also and I tried to do, I tried to broker a deal. Uh, so far it hasn't come through, because there are, anyway. It's I'll also c- important yes.
5: the, the fact that that whoever is in the street contributing in any way possible, it's going to be benefited. And I still recall your story about you being in the street, finding one person who had only a lighter. Will you take just 30 seconds
1: to? Well, lightning struck twice, because I was in San Francisco about. Uh, five, six years ago for Black Friday. You know what that is? That's good you don't know. It's the biggest shopping day of the year in, in America. So we were out we were out distributing books on the street, and the, I met this young couple who are sort of footloose and fancy free, it means they're kind of like hippies. So then uh, they were very interested in the book. In fact, they sat down on the sidewalk to look at it as I was showing them. This is what hippies do. and and so they were looking, they said it was great and, and I mentioned the donation. Now when I ask for a donation, I always say it like this. I say, We don't sell it like in a bookstore. We only take a donation. We don't need the money. The only reason we ask is when you give something in return for spiritual knowledge, it connects you to the previous teachers who have passed it down painstakingly over many generations and allows you to enter deeply within the knowledge. So I told them that and they they appreciate it as most people do. And they said, well, we don't have anything except for... And they went through their pockets. And they pulled out a cigarette lighter. And I said, I'll take it. Because which principle is that? Yeah, it could be Brihat dung also. So, yes, Prabhu? Prabhupada um, says, well, we
3: distribute free books also. We have to subsidize universities. No, I'm not against
1: free books. I'll, I'll speak up for free books too in a minute, but... I'll just, let me finish this one. So, so I, I, I accepted the lighter and I gave him a Bhagavad Gita for the lighter. And somebody came up to me about an hour later and they said, mm, can we get the lighter back? Because they realized after a while that they kind of needed it to, you know, to smoke whatever they were smoking. And uh, I took that lighter home and I cleaned it as well as anybody can clean anything in this world and the, I used it for many years till that lighter ran out for my puja and every morning when I would light the lighter I would think as Tavi Prabhu was pointing out this person is getting some benefit from this and the same thing happened just recently when we were in Wales and uh, there were about 10 devotees standing there and the guy was smoking a cigarette on a break and lightning struck twice I took his lighter from him and for a minute he wanted it back but I convinced him that it was probably better if we use it in the temple than for his s- smelly cigarettes and then he, <laughs> he agreed and so we can, we can take uh, things from people uh, so that they'll uh, appreciate it more deeply was your point, right? Javi Prabhu and Marge, I'm sorry I cut you off, but I just want to finish no, no, that no, I'm lighter sorry. story. i
3: I just raised my hand. I didn't mean to cut you off first. Um, Prabhupada says, if we give books for free, they will not value it. And he gave an example, it's like if you're giving out mangoes, and they will say, oh, this is very sweet mango. But they will not take it. But if you ask a little bit of donation, they will value it. And they will say, ah, oh, this must be sweet, so let me buy it. We also give free books, like to schools, like we have uh, Surabhi Palayantam Swami, he donated like 700 sets of Shrimad Bhagavatams. And we were distributing books to all the schools and universities around here. So if you give something for free, they will not really value it that much so we're just asking very minimal
1: yeah with this this is a uh, should I keep going punch you go to okay so this this principle I guess let's discuss it for a minute because uh, money isn't ex- is, it's it's a token it's a way of exchange that's socially accepted. That I have a piece of paper that says that somebody somewhere is good for this. I'm going to back it up. May or may not be true at, some, at a certain point. So, so that's an exchange and it's something people value. So as an example, sometimes if, if I'm talking to somebody and they show an interest even for a minute or two or less and then they, they don't have the wherewithal to give something in return, like money, then I'll ask if they want to read the book, and they'll say yes. And then they may even complain and say, well, I can't give anything for it. And so how can I take this? That happens a lot. And I reply that you just paid attention. And that, the, uh, time, your time is more valuable than money anyway. Money uh, just represents that you took some time somewhere else. So you just gave your time here. Point was that, and is that when, when we're uh, careful about the context and how people get them, and we can develop context. For instance, at the Los Angeles Rathiatra, we give out uh, little packets with books in it, and. It's a different context because people are enamored of the Rathiyatra. They're seeing all the devotees dancing and singing, and, and then when they get a packet, they feel they've got something really valuable that connects to this experience they had at the Rathiyatra. So generally, they keep it. But does everybody keep the books? No. And back in 1974, we asked Prabhupada, at least we, meaning the Sankirtan devotees, of what to do about people who bought books. And then left them or threw them away. Because I can tell you, up until 1977, we insisted that everybody give something, <laughs> or at least $5 for a big book. But then um, sometimes after that, Panchagoda knows, Prabhu knows, they would just leave them, in, for instance, in airports, and we'd buy back maybe 5% of the books we sold. So we told Prabhupada, Prabhupada, sometimes people, are throwing away the books after they buy it. And Prabhupada said what would he expect? In Kali Yuga people throw away their own babies so they don't understand the value of something. They used to steal books too it was a sport people had because we were just kids and we were trying to sell books and they thought that they would uh, pull a fast one on us Grab the book out of our hand, or as soon as we show it to them, they just claim it as theirs and then walk away. And we complained to Prabhupada about that too. And Prabhupada said two words lucky thief. <laughs> so I think that, uh, you know, with a little engineering and intelligence, we, we want to invite people to give large or small sums of money, see me afterwards, for. Uh, Increasing book distribution and it's becoming a, a bigger and bigger avenue. People sponsoring books, and then having devotees go out and place them in hotels, motels, hospitals, and things like that. And people are reading them. I'll give you one more example. During the uh, pandemic, the thick of the pandemic in in California, in Silicon Valley, we 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 were doing a lot of books online. But this really gotten into a book distribution seminar. I don't think Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur would mind. But one of the ways that we did it was, we made a little uh, door hanger pack with some cookies and a Bhagavad Gita and a few other books, and we'd go hang them on doors, because nobody was making contact physically at that time. Everyone, no, no vaccine, everyone inside, nobody making contact. So several people called us and said, you know, you can't do that just hang what a useless activity hanging hanging books on doorknobs but we have pictures to prove it physical evidence we got a cascade of letters and cards coming back to us thanking us for reaching out to them during the pandemic and giving them bursadum and books they didn't know what that they just cookies and books and we also made devotees from those uh, door hangers we have the people to prove it. They came directly from the door hangers. So, you know, at, 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 there, there are certain uh, principles we follow to, to guide us, but we always have to look and see how to adjust them so we can give the most mercy to the most p- people. We don't want to be careless or uh, nonchalant about giving the books out, that's for sure. But we do um, have to be flexible as flexible as possible. We'll take just two more. Yes Prabhu. Speaking of technology we have a mic for you down here. This is Yukta Vairagya at its finest. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Prabhu, nowadays
0: the the technology is changing. So whether we should still stick to the printing books
1: or uh, some other uh, means to be... No, we should use everything. In fact, in my wallet, back in my room, I have a couple of cards that have a little code on it. And if you if you uh, give the card to somebody, they're empowered to just uh, use the code and then they have uh, a, a digital book. And we did that also during the pandemic because uh, digital books were not that utilized uh, because we're so consumed with paper books, which is good. But we also... Uh, got together with the BBT and did extensive uh, reorganizing of the digital library especially for America because uh there's particulars involved especially Amazon and the bigger organizations that make it virtually impossible to go around. In any case we were able to then very successfully over the phone sell lots of, of digital books. There's also audio books coming out. It's only Kasia Bartimaraj just completed the entire Sri Chaitanya Chardamrita in audio, and that's going to be published soon by the BBT. I will add a caveat, and that is, worldwide, paper books are holding their own. Uh, About 15 years ago, people thought, or industry, uh, those interested in in the printing industry, thought that what would happen would would be that the digital industry would outpace the uh, paper printing. Because they just thought, well, it's a trend that why wouldn't people just take it digitally and it'll just keep growing. But as as it turns out, there's an aesthetic about books, paper books, that people appreciate. And they're not giving them up. In fact, they're they're, they're more than holding their own. That's a general statement because there are pockets. Like there are young people that don't read at all. They just scroll like this and they look at things for 10 seconds a minute maximum they move on so they don't even know what a book is so uh, yes everything it can be utilized where wherever we can print it it's you know writing is just an abstraction of speaking that's all it is and so we're we're taking kirtan and we're writing it down and then it's a delivery system is what a book is or a digital so we're interested in the delivery not in the package that it's in is particularly. Whatever works will do it. What do you think? Would that match Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur's mood? Whatever works will do it? Let's ask Dina prabhu to make sure. He was thinking the same thing. Haribo! <laughs> Wait We want to hear what you have Thanks,
5: Like Samarhari said the other day, this temple went through three revisions before it came out the way it is. You know, Prabhupada was going to make it like Radha Damanar with rooms all around every, everywhere like that. And then he started, you know, money started coming in. He says, well, let's make it like this. The m- more money came he says, all right, let's make it like this. You know, make some other place for, you know, everything else. <laughs> nice. You know, I have a kitchen over here and go down over here and this is now all inside the temple and then you just change. So Prabhupada's not carved in stone, you know, he's re- adjustable on certain points. Innovation. Innovation. (laughs)
1: Thank you, Prabhu. We have one more. Yes, Prabhu. Uh,
4: I was in Australia, then one devotee said, Vaisheshika Prabhu said, uh, take books, one, second, go into the car, third, give books. And we did it. <laughs> <laughs> Two devotees, we take books, we took some books, and we took the car, we waited, and we distributed books, and we collected very, very nicely. Then you are an Acharya of the Brihad Mridanga Vaishika Prabhuki Jai. I don't know what you said I said,
1: but it sounded like I said, take some books, go out and distribute them. <laughs> if that's what you said, then that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think it's a good idea for everyone to follow in the footsteps of Srila Siddhanta, who Prabhupada told us was extremely pleased when even a so-called uh, insignificant brahmachari in the mutt would go out and sell a one paisa paper, a written paper about uh, Krishna consciousness, then Srila Siddhanta would take the time to glorify that person in front of everybody. He also told his sannyasis and muttbasis that every day they should go out and knock on at least three doors and he said even if the people don't take they'll still think oh there was some spiritual person here and they'll get credit and then he said when you get denied or people ab- object to what you're doing or they um, even berate you for, for being a devotee or for distributing books then he said you get chidrakta spiritual blood for your chit sharira your spiritual body in other words while you're in this world take full advantage of it because you only have a few years take it from me it goes by fast and you just you get, you get a little opportunity a window of opportunity to do this and Srila Bhaktisiddhanta says you get spiritual blood in your spiritual body by going out and having people not appreciate you so that kind of makes it a little easier, right? Say yes. yes. Yeah, makes it easier. <laughs> okay. Any last thing or do you want to sit Yes. Hare Krishna.
4: Buddy. Hare Krishna. <coughs> um, when we were discussing about how, when we were discussing about how books will, will always be an attraction, I, I remember one line that you written in one of your books where uh, <coughs> books are nothing but um, Krishna in the form of paper and ink which, which touched me a lot and I, I kind of, when I share this thing with uh, when we go out on book distribution, it does appeal to them. <coughs> so just wanted to share that.
1: Yeah, it's like a deity. It's where the eternal meets the temporal. You know, the deity is Krishna directly but uh, everybody knows the deities made of marble. But Krishna now is manifest there. So in the Vaishnav Shastras that we're distributing, we're actually distributing deities to people. And they're full of spiritual idea seeds. And when those go out into society, they start to grow. And that's how ideologies, whether they're political, economical, economic, economic or spiritual, get inculcated into society and people take them up. It's uh, generally because of books. In fact, the entire um, America now, you can trace it back to the Revolution, and the Revolution was started, say historians, by a book written by Thomas Paine, still the highest selling book per capita of any other book in history, that uh, everybody in the colonies, that's what America used to be called, the colonies, uh, bought it and read it. And because of that book called Common Sense, amazing book. What a writer. If you ever want to read some good writing. They, he sold that book throughout the colonies. People bought it and that's what made them strong enough to rise up and revolt. So for all of us we want to be uh, these uh, dynamic spiritual warriors just as Shilabakta Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was, right? Is Is that what you want? Yes. Come on. I'm still a little, you know Yeah. <laughs> and so we we can do that by Srila Sanatan Sanantasarasvaku's mercy and and we can cause the most damage to Kali Yuga, the most damage per capita by distributing books. Because once it goes out, it's the madunga it's there and it lingers some of these books The paper they're using, like Brahmamurta Prabhu, in the uh, North European BBT, he uses special paper. It's not only ecologically sound, but it also holds up, it can go, it can last as much as 300, 400 years. So just keep in mind that when you distribute one book, it can last for many generations. In fact, you may distribute the book, you may leave your body and take birth in the same family that you distribute the book in, So that when you get there, the book's already waiting for you and you didn't miss anything. So do it for yourself if you don't do it for anybody else. (laughs) Okay, now we're just biding our time, but is there any last thing that you want to say? Yes, Prabhu.
0: Hare Krishna Prabhu. Hare Krishna. I've been distributing books for the last 30 years. Haribo! How do you feel? I feel
4: great. Okay, you look great. Just (laughs) like you.
0: I've been hearing about you, and you are my role model. So I go out every day to distribute books in India here, but I have a, a, a little problem
2: with my color.
0: Uh, when people see my color they provoke me
1: they say i'm Kalia i'm a snake so what should i do well generally we find that the well every every circumstance has a key that can open it and what i found my experience is oftentimes when there's some obstacle seeming obstacle it's the, it's the doorway to a new innovation that opens things up and first thing to do is to look for that key. What is the way to use it? Like comedians, when they come on stage, one of the one of the ways they get every the audience with them is they they bring out the obvious. Like they'll say, uh, or, or or they'll they'll talk about themselves, maybe in even disparaging ways. Like they'll say, you know, you know, I'm a real loser, and <laughs> And I, went to, I went to school, I dropped out, and you know, everyone starts laughing because everyone appreciates self-deprecation. So my, my point is, whatever people perceive, if, if you go with it, if you go with it and you augment that, and I don't, I don't have it right in the top of my head, I have to go out with you and, you know, we could talk about it. But I know that there's always a way to figure out what's the key to open it up. I'll, I'll give you an example of what I'm thinking about. Um, not in your particular case but the general principle and that is when we did Yatras we do Yatras down in uh, in Jagannath Puri and uh, so most people speak Uriyan or Bengali or Hindi and we brought with us in the last Yatra devotees from Japan and China and some from America and uh, very few of them spoke uh, Hindi, Orion or Bengali what to speak of English. And we had a, a job to do which was to distribute at least 5,000 books and so the, the, let's say the Chinese had to do it. And so they could easily say look, I'm Chinese, I have known nothing about Bengali or or Hindi so let's not try but as it turns out there was a key and it's actually easier to distribute a book when you don't speak their language and the reason is that we you know like we use these language cards it's a card that has it says exactly it's a sutra it says exactly what you need to say to them and when somebody who's Chinese walks up to to you and in aria and you don't speak the same language and they hand you a book in your language and then hand you a card that says what it says they know that you know that they know what it means and therefore there's no getting out of it it's either yes or no And there but if if you knew a few words they would pretend like I don't understand you so it's better you don't know anything and so that was a workaround workarounds uh, bring turnarounds and you just, like, go with it and learn around it. So I've always found that if somebody, f- if, if there's a trend happening, you try to lean into it and make it your asset rather th- than something that is delimiting. And I'll meditate on it more. Hare Krishna. Okay? Uh, we should end now, right? Because it's time. But i just like to point out and maybe re- reiterate that I think that this... Ter- The fact that this turned into, at the last third of the presentation, a book distribution seminar, I think that's appropriate. I didn't really intend to do that, but I think that it did, would please Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, that all of you pleased him by that. What do you think? Okay. Yes, Prabhu. I think we're going to arrange here for you to do another class, because you're here for some days, right? Krishna willing. yes. So this is very inspirational all over the world. Um, This is going on with training and inspiration. and This is the mood of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, this is the mood of Srila Prabhupada and this is everybody's mood now to spread Krishna consciousness so Janara Maharaj will arrange for you to do a... a, If I may just point something out? Go ahead, point it out. Panchagoda Prabhu is a great hero, actually. I mean he's a heroic figure. I remember one time I was in the San Francisco Airport behind a little booth distributing and I saw him come barreling down the hallway because he's a formidable figure and uh, he had been in Los Angeles and he had this determination just to go down there during the marathon and he distributed like a hundred big books a day I mean I'm just giving that as one small example but he's been doing that for decades and then uh, coming here to Vrindavan and taking over the leadership of the of the temple this is something that I mean it's not only in his spirit but also because of his uh, heroics on Sankirtan it gives him this fortitude to handle this kind of project It, it it's it's a huge endeavor to be here all the time and to deal with meetings and all the other kind of everything else going sideways all at once and only somebody who's Completely integrated in Krishna consciousness could do that. So thank you, to Prabhu, for holding space for all of us here in Vrindavan. That's it? That's like half. Come on. Hare Krishna. Thank you're, you. You're our hero. <laughs> Let's not get started now. <laughs> Shila Prabhupad ke jai Shila yeah. Bhaktisena Satya Swati Thakur ke jai yeah. Gopraymanandai Haribhao Van chakra kop the rich star Krippus in the bay va chapati tanam pavani bilavashnavi bionamona mahanamtako divashna